Good evening, loves, and welcome to the Self-Healing Podcast, a podcast helping you thrive through your healing journey. I am Lue, and I'm your guide through this journey. Follow me on Instagram on L-L-A-L-A-L-O-E to get daily affirmations, meditations, DIYs, body positivity, and so much more. Working and studying from home is a dream come true for many until it isn't. Suddenly, you feel like you have no free time, have a hard time sleeping, and feel completely uninspired. So, how do we solve this? I hear it's calling again I am currently working from home. As many of you know since the pandemic, working from home is wonderful. It gives you the opportunity to spend your time as you see fit, to be more present and to feel more fulfilled. Cutting the transfer time to getting to and from work or school really makes you feel free and being able to be spontaneous brings so much more joy into life. If you are working from home or are studying from home, you might be experiencing these feelings of absolute freedom, at least at first. But it is also very likely that you have fallen into the hole of having made your work or your studies your whole life. You might be feeling constantly stressed, exhausted, stuck, uninspired and uninspiring. But don't worry, we'll solve that together and get you back to feeling free in no time. First, we need to understand why we are feeling all of these bad feelings. And then we'll solve each of these situations to get you into a better work-life balance. And yes, studying is work too. Often more work than having a regular job. So it most definitely falls into the work category of work-life balance. And if you happen to be annoyed by my voice today, that is probably because I have an extremely stuffed nose. Let's begin. The most common thing we hear from people about how they are really feeling when working from home for longer periods of time is I am feeling sleepy and tired all the time. This is very common to feel while working or studying from home. If you are feeling more tired than usual, that indicates that you might need a more firm definition of what working time and free time is and where that working time and free time is spent. Many study or work in the same room that they sleep in. This is absolutely terrible for our bodies and brains as we have a harder time relaxing where we are used to working or studying. If there is any opportunity to, move your work or study setup to another room, or do as I've done and create some type of divider. Create a small section of your space that is strictly for work and that you are not using for anything else, for example a corner or a fold-down desk in a shelf. And when you are done with the work for the day, you slide a curtain in front of it to hide it or fold the desk back up so that you are not seeing it. 
Another thing that can work is to have a desk that is strictly for work and studying. This way, we let go of the day's work. Out of sight, out of mind really does apply here, and it works, especially as it creates a clear divider between work and life. When the desk setup is in sight, it is work time, and when it's out of sight, it is free time, therefore bringing a better work-life balance. If you are feeling impatient, irritated, unfocused and just want to crawl back into bed, that indicates that you have forgotten taking the breaks you need when you need them. Humans need breaks. Striving to be as effective as possible will statistically make you less effective, as your mind has the attention span of 1-3 to three hours in general. So every two hours, or more often if you need it, take a break, move around, dance, jog, stretch, go take a bite, go outside for a bit, or just do something else for a moment to give your mind, body and soul a break. Please take it from someone who is a second time burnout for not taking breaks like ever and thinking that that was a good idea. No, it's not. It's an addictive thing that triggers our dopamine release to restrict ourselves and to be pushing ourselves too hard. Remember that work addicts are work addicts for a reason. It's addictive and it gives you a short-term happiness boost. However, it's everything but good for you. Especially in the long run. So whatever you do, the breaks are the most important parts of it. Not only because you need it, but also because that in giving yourself breaks, you are stimulating your brain, which makes it learn faster and come up with genius solutions faster. The most effective thing we can do is to in fact take breaks every time our system indicates that it's time. And if that happens to be all the time... That indicates that there is something else underlying, like procrastination due to fear of failure or being overly perfectionistic. A mind that is too tired and needs a day off, which you should take in that case. Or, for example, a trigger that indicates that something needs inner work to be resolved. We also forget that when we cut out the transfer time, we often cut out our daily activity and our brain works slower if our bodies are not getting to move as they want to. So even if you spend your entire days in your home, make sure to move around a bit. Yoga or dancing is great to get the mind going again. No, but seriously, you don't have to plan a workout or anything. You can literally roll around on your floor, jump up and down or play with your pet. If we move around too little, that usually makes us hyperactive or very tired and unfocused. So while working or studying from home, that's signs to look out for. And if you see these signs, you now know what to do. If you are feeling like you are out of inspiration, that indicates that you are spending too much time on doing work and too little time on things you actually like. And for people that are running their own business or are making money creating, this is really complex. 
It does not matter if you like your work or what you are studying. You still need to set boundaries regarding how much time you spend doing those things, even though they might be fun. For example, let's say you're an artist. You will run out of creativity if you paint or illustrate both as work and as free time. So instead, try finding other hobbies that are not involving painting or illustrating. For example, try out working with clay or knit something. Chances are that you will like it and find it easier to set boundaries regarding what you classify as work and what you classify as play. And this is also important. Humans need to play. Only when we are playing, we truly feel like we are having free time. Free time is not to be confused with resting. Resting is resting. That is not free time. It is crucial for our survival. But free time, on the other hand, should be play. It should be fun. It should be inspiring and it should make you feel happy. The moment you are not feeling inspired and happy and are not having fun anymore, it turns into work. And the brain will categorize it as work. Which will make you feel worse. And by keeping on doing it, you will slowly drain yourself. So be aware of this when trying to find your own boundaries between work and free time. However, if you are feeling uninspiring, it might indicate that you need to spend some time either alone as you and not as your work persona, or that you need to spend some time with loved ones. Being with your friends might work wonders in this situation, because it should remind you that you are way, way more than just your work, the outfit you work in, the space you work in, and the person you need to be while working. Remind yourself of how fun you are. Remind yourself of what you like and dislike. Remind yourself of what you enjoy doing and do something that you find joyful by yourself or in good company, and remember to leave space for or even plan some time for being around people here and there in your schedule. People need people. Even introverts need people in small amounts. But also remember that it's better to be alone than to be around the wrong people. If you are having a hard time waking up in the morning, that indicates that something has to be done about your schedule. Something about how you are living is not fitting your needs. Are you still waking up at 6 when your body is indicating that it should wake up at 8 or 9? Just because you've been taught that you should wake up at 6 to get to work. Or are you waking up later than your inner clock needs you to and stay up working later than you should? Something here needs some evaluation and only you can decide what that is. Whatever it is that you are doing that is not aligning with your needs, it can be really hard to know what actually works for you, especially after a life in school or the workforce that has conditioned how you relate to yourself and your needs regarding time and the schedule. 
So, if you can, in your specific situation, remember that you get to choose yourself now and that only your needs matter. Be aware that finding what works for you might take some time and practice. And that is okay. If you know that it's time to reset and start a new routine, it may work to be up really late one day, sleep in the next and then go to bed the time you need to. For me personally, that is an underrated strategy. But whatever works for you is the right way to go. If you are feeling lonely, that indicates that you might need some more time around people. Maybe you should join an association or find a new hobby that involves others. Take a class, something where you learn as a group or gather as a group. For example, an afternoon or evening cooking class to make up for the time you otherwise would have had social interactions at work or school. Make sure to stay in contact with friends and go out and have some fun together. Getting some social time into your schedule might work wonders. If you are feeling claustrophobic, that might indicate that you need to get out and breathe some fresh air. So first of all, go out and be in nature. It might also indicate that you need to change it up a bit and sit somewhere else. If you can, create several places where you can work and study. Work at your desk for a while, work by the window for a while, then move to the sofa and maybe sit on the balcony or terrace for the last two hours. And if you can't, going to a cafe or a library is a good idea. And finally, if you are feeling frustrated, that indicates that it's time for a change. Remember that no matter where you are, where you work or go to school or where you live, there will be times where you feel frustrated and stuck. In this case, break your own patterns. Take a weekend or go on a road trip, travel somewhere. And whatever you do, don't buy into the lie that all of us that works or studies from home are telling ourselves that we could always have done more and that we are falling behind. This is a trick played by the primitive mind that makes us want to be in control and is trying to feel in control by creating this narrative of lack and not being able to keep up. This narrative becomes especially loud when we feel lack of control while feeling stuck or frustrated. You are not behind. There is no such thing as behind. If, let's say, that being behind was a concept that really existed, that would mean that everyone had the same path and was supposed to follow the same path. How would society look if we all had the same path? Well, exactly. So if your mind plays you this trick, I want to ask you, who is the person in your life that is right on time that you are comparing yourself to?
they probably look to someone else and think the same thing about them, completely forgetting that everyone's timeline is different, which means that there is no such thing as being behind. You are doing great, love. And by altering these things, you will get back to living in the freedom state of mind of working or studying from home again. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Sleep tight. Bye!